Hey, man, what is the damn word today? Well, I'm going to tell you what the damn word is today. <laughs> the word today is two words, damn it. Go blue. Those Go are the two words blue. that we got for you today. But regardless, this is the state of basketball, and this is a basketball show, but we're going to spend a whole lot of goddamn time talking about Michigan. So <laughs> if you don't want to hear about Michigan, I suggest you better go somewhere else because we're going to talk about Michigan today. It might be gymnastics. It might be uh, swimming, Michael Phelps. Um, it might be, you know what I mean, whatever. But damn it, go blue, Storm. Go blue, go blue all day. Uh, I am still thoroughly excited. Uh, as we talked about in the, in the pre-show, I feel like Harbaugh has earned himself another year, personally. That's just my thoughts on it. Um, I hope this is something that they can build on and going into the future. But uh, definitely, definitely excited and happy for our, our uh, school that we cheer for is doing well. Um, what I have to say to my good friends who happen to cheer for a seed uh, from a tree in Ohio, that is fine. But here's my down message south, to you. school down south. Here's my message to you. Uh, oh, hi, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, hi, no. Oh, hi, no. You can see I am drinking water today because... I was extra happy yesterday, and that was a great victory. So, um, man. So due to the celebration, just you were yeah. celebrating. Yeah, we were celebrating due to the festivities. You know what I mean? Hey, Chuck was there, dog. Was he? Yes. <laughs> I know. He was like, what was the scene like live? Just yeah. to see your kids all on the field. Well, <clears throat> some kids. I'm sure there was yeah. some adults and alumni that ran out there as well. Well, Juwan was out there. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's the basketball tie. Yeah, See how the, the, the football coach and the basketball coach was, you know, embraced. I mean, can, I mean, have you seen anybody more enthusiastic about being someplace that, you know, means something to them, like other than Juwan? I know when Jim got there, it was exciting. You know, he was excited. You know, I mean, you felt the emotion. You felt the emotion of the university. Like, hey, he knows what this is about. You know what yeah. I mean? Can he do it? You know what I mean? Juwan got that same that same feel, but it was like his was just a little bit more. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was just a little bit more. Granted, he he inherited a, a way better program. <laughs> yes, he did. And uh, since then, I feel like he's definitely been uh, drafting well or, you know, as far as recruiting and that that part of uh, the basketball program has uh, definitely had an uptick uh, also with his son coming. Uh, so we'll see how that works out as well. But I feel like he's done a lot of great things for the program thus far, just as far as a culture thing. I mean, it's, it would be his second son. He's already got one on the team now. Um, yeah, but I think it was a good transition from Beeline to um, to, to Juwan that that – culture of winning the culture of toughness was there already and it was fortunate for Juwan that he inherited such a, a fundamentally sound 
and a good group of basketball players. And he already had an established recruiting because let's put it together. I mean, let's put it, not put it past Beeline. He was a good recruiter when it came to Michigan. It wasn't always that that five-star, that super four-star uh, talented kid. It was kids that fit the program. And right. I think Jawan did that same thing coming in those first couple of years, uh, getting kids that fit the program and, and developing the one or two five-stars that you were getting. Now with the class that he had coming in this year and the class he's got coming in yesterday, I mean, it's all five-stars. You know what I'm saying? Right. And with that comes the woes that they are figuring out right now with only having uh, one true uh, Wolverine upperclassmen with Brooks. I mean, there are upperclassmen on that on that team with you know with Johns who has not shown up this year at all so far. But um, there's there's not as a lot of upperclassmen that they've had to go with that young talent the last couple of years. I mean, face it as good as Hunter Dickinson is, he still is a sophomore. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So um, the talent's there. They just need to figure it out. I mean, the Big Ten is tough, man. The Big Ten is tough. Purdue is really hey. good. Hey, they yes. <laughs> we talked. I talked about Ivy last week. Um, he is not uh, disappointing Boilermaker fans at all so far this year. Yeah, they're really good right now. They probably look like probably one of the one two best teams that I've seen all year. Whereas as far as of college basketball, I mean, because. I mean, granted, there's a lot of good teams, but there's only like four or five really good teams. And Purdue is one of those four or five really good teams. So, and then you had Duke knock off Gonzaga this week. Yes. I, I almost couldn't believe it, but uh, the Duke did it. But we, but we talked about that last week, too, how uh, Sasheski on his way out put him a nice one together. So, hey, you had the top uh, two recruits going at each other. <laughs> so it was definitely a fun game to watch. And uh, if it has it, if that game has anything amongst the other games, because there's a lot of uh, teams that got beat this uh, past weekend that were high ranked. So they weren't the only ones. No, not at all. Um, a couple, a couple, couple loss. Michigan really had back to two bad back to back losses that almost knocked yeah. them out of the top 25 altogether. I mean, they dropped to the bottom half of of it, and then the bounce bounce game against some team in Texas. I've never been, we went to school in Texas, bro, and I've never even and heard. I of ain't school. never heard. Yeah, it might be new. <laughs> it might never be heard new. of. And then I did see there was a cat on their on their team that was from Grayson. I did see that. Nice represent. Yes, Dayton beat, Dayton beat Kansas. What up, Uncle yes. Mark? Yes, sir. Yeah. What's up, Uncle? Um, Dayton beat Kansas. I saw that one, that that uh, nice little tip. Oh, did you see the uh, video I sent you, bro? Yes. A Matt? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. I was really, really excited. And probably why not? Herbie. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably Herbie. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's coming out party. I don't know who was louder. Eat all or me. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, see, there were some couple other ones. Let's see, we, we knew that Gonzaga beat UCLA earlier in the week. Uh, so they turned around and lost uh, to Duke, uh, Dayton, Kansas. I think there was a couple other ones that just aren't coming off the top of the dome right now. What is going on with my monitors, man? <laughs> <laughs> just the, the – uh, 
the the, the goats the the I don't know, but it did mess up the main one. So, so uh, Charleston or no St. Bonaventure beat Clemson. That was pretty big. No, because St. Bonaventure is the one that's ranked. No, I thought. Well, you mean the one that came out today? They're ranked. St. Bonaventure been ranked all year. They've been like in the t- in the bottom half, but they've been ranked all year. Because I think they started off the year like 22. Okay, I just wrote down St. Bonaventure hadn't been ranked in 50 years. Well, starting off the year, starting off the <laughs> season. Because <laughs> they were asked Uncle Mark, they was ranked at the beginning of the year. Okay, okay. I think they were like 24, 25 or somewhere like that. Because didn't they beat um, – I think they had an upset earlier this year. I think they beat like Marquette or somebody. I can't remember. I have to go back and look. But I thought they had a pretty big win earlier in the year. I could be wrong, but I mean, it happens a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we got screens. All right. Finally got the screens back together. Uh, Let's see. Um, That's pretty much all I got for college because, I mean, it was just a whole lot of games. Right, a lot to to try to process in a week. (laughs) Yeah, and I watched a whole lot of games, like the Butler. (laughs) Like I watched Butler them play Lavelle, our buddy Lavelle. You know, I mean, he's got. We played against him, you know, at open gyms and stuff like that. He's a good player. I know he's hard nosed. (laughs) So he's a good dude. He's got some talent there. They just again, he's got a young group. I think they were finished, uh, picked to finish sixth in the Big East, but. I, I think Butler's going to be – I think they'll be a tournament team this year. I think they'll make the tournament, but it's going to be it's going to be sketchy because he's got a couple good kids that are hurt, and he's got a couple right. transfers. So, um, And the Big East uh, – the Big East is in a slouch. So, I mean, it's it's a great – it's a pretty good conference. So Yeah, Villanova's tough. Villanova's tough. UConn's going to be decent this year. But it's all about Villanova in the Big East. Seton Hall showed us – that they're going to be talked about. So uh, I was yeah. telling the wife when I was watching Villanova earlier this week, I was telling the wife, I know Jay Wright is kind of hot about this uh, casual look that the coaches done went to in the NCAA because, you know, Jay Wright was top three address coaches in all of America. <laughs> right. He cleaned up well. He got all them suits in the closet. You can't even wear them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be mad and shit. I'll be boycotting. I wear my suit anyway. <laughs> right. I don't understand. Why do you just wear it anyway? Yeah, I wear it anyway. You know what I mean? Y'all can y'all hey, y'all do the the, the pullovers and the, and the khakis. You know what I'm saying? I'm going with this three piece boy with the the hand, the cuff links. <laughs> um. All right. So here, let me do this real quick because we got more in a NBA than anything. Because I want to ask you about something with the NBA, and this is, is oh, yeah. a real question. Yeah. So yeah. I'm probably wanting real... to ask you the same thing. <laughs> okay. This is a real question. This is a real question. So we're going to play this commercial so we can get real pressure. I mean, that's not what I wanted to say. You know what? Here, just, just, just do this.
welcome back. Big man in the middle. Uh, the guy who thinks he can shoot from the outside. You know what I mean? <laughs> welcome to the state of basketball. All right, we're going to get into the From the Elbow Talk, brought to you by Rogue Energy Drink Mix. When you order, when you make your next order, make sure you use the BW Sports 1 promo code and get 10% off your next purchase. It's pretty good stuff, man. I've had it. I like it. I probably should order some more because, you know what I mean? Probably good. I'm old, probably should be taking more vitamins and shit and all that kind of stuff. So, but anyway, oh, and also if you look, I'm on my vitamin (laughs) regimen. But also, if you're ready to get some new ink, if you're ready to uh get some add-on ink, uh hit our good friends up at uh where they at revved up that tattoos, Todd and Kenny Durham over at 317-537-267. Uh, they got some deals going on right now with a hundred dollar gift card. Um, you'll get a half off. So make sure you get out there and uh, check out your, your new Christmas ink. So I think I'm burning for some more. I've already got me some new ones. Ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to go. Um, and then our good friends over at Elite Performance, Zach Dyer, 765-499-005. Check them out. They got deals as well for the holidays to get yourself in that Elite Performance. All right, bro. Real question. Kimba Walker. All okay. right. So uh, the Knicks were very talked about from the way they they finished the season last year. High upside, started the season, looked pretty good. But right now they're not looking so well, falling quickly, dropping game after game after game. So I go to assess uh, these losses and I'm looking and I keep finding a common denominator and I go back to look over a couple of years. All right. So Charlotte can't win games, can't get over the hump, right? Kimba right. Walker's a point guard. Well, the massive talent around him still in Charlotte, uh, but still couldn't get over the hump, couldn't stay healthy. Not a factor. All right, so he gets traded or he leaves and goes to Boston. Before he gets there, Boston's a playoff team. Very young players, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, high ceiling. Astrid Kyrie Irving was on the team, but not really the main person on that squad. Um, uh, Kimba gets to Boston. Boston don't look so good. Kimba's not a factor. Doesn't help the team. Can't be on the floor or not. Knicks look real good last year. Finished the year. A lot of upside. Kimba Walker comes home to New York to be a part of this team. Is there a Kimba Walker effect negatively on teams that he is a part of? So what you essentially asking, is there a Kimba curse? Sure. Is there a Kimba curse? Well, I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, it's sad because he is a good player. But there are players that unfortunately uh, bring down a team as talented as they are. And another one, and I'm sorry to have to say this, but is there a Westbrook curse? Uh, I would also say a Chris Paul curse. Uh just where you know they are talented individually but when put with the collective they just don't seem to um reach their full potential as a team at least on paper i have no comment because that was very eloquently put and i want <laughs> to point out i'm going to point out the fact that that is probably the most credit or positive thing that you've ever said about Chris Paul. 
Yeah, I had to go by Jericho on that one because I was like, wow, he said something <laughs> nice about Chris Paul and, and taking a shot at him at the same damn time. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> but no, I agree with you. I mean, there are just some players that just don't uh, mix well with other teams. They just can't figure it out. I don't want to put Carmelo into that hump because I just don't think he never had enough talent around him to uh, to make it work. You know what I mean? It's right. like that these guys get added to talent and make talent worse. I mean, if you think about it, you when you speak on Westbrook, you go back to Oklahoma City. You had Westbrook, James Harding, Serge Ibaka, and Kevin Durant. All three, on the same team. Three future MVPs. <laughs> you have three all future same, MVPs. You know <laughs> all on the same team, and it couldn't work. You know what I'm saying? And then he goes to where he goes, Houston. He goes to Houston. Mm-hmm. You got great talent around you. You know what I'm saying? Again, with Harden, and you can't make it work. Chris Paul was there too. Yeah, yeah. So you had a double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Chris Paul was there first. Okay. Because Westbrook went in place of Chris Paul. But then the 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 curse hit and he got hurt. And some people seem to believe had he not been hurt that Houston would have won that series against Golden State. I don't know. Hey, you know, I don't know. Hey, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Houston's in a real good situation. James Harden was like being like unstoppable at that point. You know what I mean? He was getting away and just abusing people. So yeah. I can't say yes, but I just know what Golden State was doing. So I can't say no. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it's a coulda, shoulda, woulda. God damn it. Just. Something always happened. And with the Clippers. Yeah. The if Chris Paul didn't hurt. hurt his little knee, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't know what would happen. Yeah, because I mean, he were up 3 1. So you can't, yes. I can't Both really places. put that all. Yeah, I can't really places. put that all on Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? You're up 3 1. One of you motherfucking Blake Griffin, he gets, he gets no play in that. Like, no one ever talks about Blake Griffin on that. Like, bro, you can't win us a game. Well, I know he can't. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, Chris knew he can't. That's why he tried to keep doing what he was doing, knowing that Blake couldn't do it. All right, I'm just I'm saying. I'm not a Blake fan. Not a Blake <laughs> fan at all. I mean, you, I mean, you dumped over a car. Oops, excuse me. You dumped over, over three-fourths of the light of the front of the car. Yeah, I good. jumped over a car. Good. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I seen it. I seen it. Um. Okay, but my question, and it's ironic because it happened right after the show. You know I got to talk about it, right? The infamous uh, LeBron James uh, physical altercation. And one, do you feel like it was done on purpose? Two, were you happy with the ruling, like the judgment, the suspension? And three, how do you feel that LeBron was like, I feel like I still feel like I never should have got suspended? Well, first off, I'm going to start off, and this might answer all three questions. First off, I'm going to say that I thought Le- I think LeBron James is probably the most cryingest NBA superstar <laughs> that I have ever seen in all of Crydom. You know what I mean? This dude is just floptastic. I mean, like, dude, you flop where? Who was the, who was the great flopper? There's a lot okay. of them. Uh, I mean, before him, who was? I mean, like. Whoever was the best, he has tripled you by, like, it's like every time you touch him, is oh, 
Oh my god. You know what I mean? Once you cry about your damn hairline, that's what you cry about. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure he probably does in private yeah. moments. I mean, just but real talk. Um, dude from Detroit has a history of being a dirty player. So I felt like LeBron knew who he who was there because you see guys all the time when a dude is holding you, man, you pull that thing off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I felt that that was happening, but LeBron knew who was doing it, and he gave him a little extra. You know what I'm saying? I think that. But then again, dude, you got some weak-ass skin if it, if that, that little open-hand finger slap cuts you like that. Or is that yeah, LeBron's many like, nails? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like he might be, um, you know, cut from that. Same kind of cloth as, as, as Ron Ron and uh, others, Mad Max, and Nick Van Exel in practice, and referee, or no, Spreewell in practice, Van Exel uh, in referees. But uh, he could be, you know, if not cut from that cloth, it, the, the lot ain't that far away. The lot of cloth is not that far away. Um, so I feel like it don't take much for that guy, but him seeing blood really probably had him seeing red. Like, oh, yeah. like yeah. you know, in the league, there's, they really don't want to fight nowadays. Like, they really don't want to give up the money. They really don't want to give up the suspensions that they know. Is no, he wanted to. Yeah, he, was, he, he actually was, he wanted was, to. That's what I was getting was at. Ready. Like, this wasn't that. He was really yeah. was going to give Brian uh, uh, a piece of his mind physically. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel that I, I'm, I, I'm going to say this because I've seen Akron – I've been through Akron. I've had some dealings in Akron. Um, and how he grew up in Akron. Um, I think don't don't I, you might want to be careful before you run up on it because he is 6'9, you know what I mean, 280. I mean, I think the dude knows a little bit, not to say it that he to handle his, but I think you know the crying, don't don't take that too quickly. You know what I mean? I think he might be all right, but no, um. One, I thought the ejection was a bit much. I thought um, it should have been a flagrant run because of the contact to above the neck and shoulders. That's by the rule. Yeah, you get your flagrant one. I feel the fine you should have got, you know, because when you get technical fouls, you get fines. The suspension, and I think that was to prove a point to the rest of the league that, yes, we can suspend the king. You know what I'm saying? I think it that was, was his first one, too. How about that? Been in the league yeah. since 18 years old. First time he's yeah. been suspended. Yeah, and you've been crying and bitching the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then and then you get mad later on in the week. You get mad because the league finds your ass again because you did the obscene gesture. I mean, do you think you're above the league? They'll find anybody else for doing that same move. So they're going to find you for doing it. And I don't have a problem with him pointing out those people He's, I know he's been getting roasted, but most of those people don't know actually what was going on in that altercation. Those that people was were here, staying, right? That yeah, was here. That, in was, that was some of our great Pacer fans. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure there were some Pacer fans that weren't very happy because I knew a couple of people that were actually in that area uh, watching the game. And those people had been warned like three or four times by, uh, by arena staff, cool it, knock it off, cut it out. But when you're telling people that I hope that your kids 
get hit in car accidents and things of that nature, that's way off basketball. And those are not a good representation of the people here in Indiana. And they should be banned from the facility for life. They should. That's unacceptable behavior. Yeah, that's some of that culture, that coming out of COVID culture where people were a lot more aggressive and felt like uh, it's like they had some built up frustrations and they just kind of forgot how to act, forgot how to be civil, uh, forgot how to, you know, how to be a fan. Yes, mm -hmm. you can boo them all day long. Uh, air ball, air, you know, the, the regular ones work just as well as, but once you start going into your family, that's, that's yeah, I mean, you can call me a piece. Hey, you're a piece of shit. Okay, I'll I'll be that piece <laughs> of shit as I bust in your ass. But you get to talk about my kids. You're lucky you didn't come off that off the court. You know what I mean? Because you got some people like that. Yeah, as we see, <laughs> yes. you got some people like that. You know what I mean? That's a whole nother realm. So, um, I don't give a shit if LeBron ever if gets fined every game. I don't care. I mean, he's a Laker, and I have to cheer for him at this particular moment in time. Am I happy about it? No. I mean, did he win me a championship? Asterisk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. How do you feel about the fact? How about that? Uh, so you said suspension. Okay, you take it. How about <laughs> the dude that got hit got two day or two game suspension versus LeBron's one game suspension? Hey, he didn't. He uh, he got suspended that second game for not being able to control yourself. <laughs> because Bro, this dude, you know what I mean? like got the whole me dripping blood. <laughs> like LeBron is standing at the free throw line, just casually talking, and this dude is like running all over the court. You know what I mean? Like this was a wrestling <laughs> ring. Like he ran to when he bounced off, ran to bushwhacker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But what was funny is how Westbrook <laughs> got fined. <laughs> how Westbrook get fined? He's like, how did I get a technical foul in this situation? Because I'm sure he was somewhere uh, involved. I don't know how. I don't know when. But I'm sure he was involved. It was the curse. Uh, he, was taking, he was taking <laughs> inner seam measurements for the skirts. <laughs> You say he's working on his gown. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> let me get off that. Let's, I got one more thing to ask you. And I want to hear Mark Mark on this one, too. Uh, all right, so um, for years, my man Miles Turner has been getting zero respect from Pacer fans across the board. Been hollering for this man to be traded. Every year he's been here, and all he has done is improve his numbers every single year. And if he does not get injured late in the season last year, he wins Defensive Player of the Year. Guaranteed. You know what I mean? Leading the league in blocks. I said it was the highest lead, uh, the highest block shots for uh, average of a season since, what, Wilt or something like that? I mean, being for almost four a game. He was killing it. And so now we evolutionize into the next. Yes, I used the word evolutionize, added to the M dictionary. He has come back this year again, you know, improving his stats. He is now three block shots and a three-pointer every single game. Only one game he's played that he has not had a double-double. He is leading the league in block shots by 40 block shots. 
40. Are they talking about Miles Turner, about defensive player of the year, or are Pacers fans still trying to figure out if Miles Turner and Cedric and, and Sabonis can play together? So uh, let's see. Yes, he's been snubbed uh, definitely by the national media and for the majority of the fans um, here in Indiana. Not all. I know there's some out there to do like Miles. But at the same time, I just felt like we wanted someone in the paint and not that 6'10", three-pointer. Felt like everyone always gave him his respect on D uh, locally, but it was just the offense part. Um, it was hard to see uh, your center. And nowadays, I'm not sure why, but it was still kind of hard for – uh, the Pacers to see that center taking jump shots and, and not really posting up. So I feel like that tied into it. Uh, I feel like there are times in some big moments where uh, he didn't come through. I know this year, I believe he has came through in one of these games. He came through and helped us win with a big time uh, play, but they're very far and few in between. So I feel like all that kind of plays into <clears throat> the way he's looked at here in Indiana and nationally. And the thing I've always defended for Miles Turner is the Pacers didn't draft Miles Turner to be an offensive juggernaut. They drafted Miles Turner to do exactly what Miles Turner was doing. They knew that they had somebody else to score in the post. And then when they end up getting Sabonis, that made it so much better. Sabonis is a low post scorer. He has developed a jump shot. You know what I mean? So that makes it even better. You know what I mean? Miles Turner has developed a back to the game, but he's always been predominantly a defensive pick and pop type of dude. He was like that in Texas. So I'm not understanding why these fans always expected him to come. Uh oh, I'm great. Shaq this thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm great. Give you 25 and 13 on the block. That was never his game. You know what I mean? Miles Turner has had multiple six block games this year. Like he had back to back six block games. But yet we only talk about Rudy Gobert. Yet we only want to talk about Draymond Green. Granted, Draymond Green is a fabulous defensive player. The way he orchestrates that defense house, I was watching him, you know, and the Clippers play right now. Paul George is killing it right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole other conversation. Are they winning, though? Um, I can't see it right now. I have no, no idea. I stopped watching. I, mean, I had to come in here. So... <laughs> Probably not because they're playing Steph. You know what I mean? And yeah, I was about to say. Let's pitch. talk about the other, the other side of that, uh, the other side of that story. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I'm not saying just sure there's a little game. yellow guy out there uh, lighting it up too. Yeah, I'm not talking about just this particular game, but Paul's been killing it back in the alpha, alpha uh, position with the Clippers. You know what I mean? So when Kawhi come back, I mean, that's because it's regular be season, man. <laughs> hey, regular season Paul is different than playoff P. See, I wasn't mad. <laughs> regular I was season Paul. Hey, listen, I was not mad at playoff Paul last year. Playoff Paul showed up last year. The rest of the Clippers didn't show up last year. <laughs> no, there were some games where uh, he really didn't. He does the same thing. He'll give you a good Mark, game. Back me up on that one. Bad Uncle game. Mark. A good game. A bad game. A back me up on that because the Clippers would have <laughs> never have been where they were in the playoffs if it wasn't for Ball. <laughs> yeah, and the Ball Pacers wouldn't. And the, and the Pacers wouldn't either until he made team. that. I'm sorry. He said Warriors up by two. Um, 
But no, uh, he took the Pacers there. But what do he do? Take a bad defensive stance on jo- on Jordan on uh, LeBron, and we're out. Ooh. You remember that? I yeah, because he, he was expecting Roy Hibbert not to get dunked on. <laughs> Only if they took Roy out. Roy wasn't even in the play. Because he was not going to be because he's going to get dunked on. He, he forgot. <laughs> he thought David West. How about you? Was help. How about a player that was came into the league as a two way, and then they was giving him a lot of love on defense that year as well. Why couldn't he get his ankles together? Yeah, because hey, the pressure was bad too gamble. great. Yo, you took a bad gamble. You took a bad. You you guessed right, and he went left. You took a bad gamble. <laughs> same the same defense that this punk ass LeBron. Speaking of this king, this punk ass LeBron's been playing all year. You know what I'm saying? I was watching this game the other day. Made me turn the game off. Like almost made me, you know, switch. You know, like because right now it's it's like and it's been this way for years. You know what I mean? Because it started off. I was a Pacer fan, Laker fan, right? Then we started doing this. Then Reggie did that bullshit, scored 21 points in the first quarter and ended with 26 points for the game. So I was like, screw him. And then, okay, I'm back. I'm back here with the Lakers. You know what I mean? We're doing good. And then the Pacers is falling. Then we kind of we're kind of doing this. You know what I'm saying? And then right now, we kind of we kind of right here. You know what I'm saying? We kind of right here. Not feeling really, both of them too well right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I like, man, there's a lot of people on the Pacers I like. I mean, I'm a fan of Brogdon. I'm obviously a fan of Levert. Uh, I like Holiday. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm definitely a Turner dude, and I do like Sabonis because Sabonis is funny on social media. I mean, <laughs> there's some cats on this team that I really enjoy watching play. And right now, just with LeBron being on the Lakers, it just kind of pisses me off. Like, dude, how many more times – you not gonna rotate on defense and then throw your hands up in the air like it was somebody else's fault. Like they didn't play no defense. That was your bad defense. And then you turn the ball over and don't run back and just stand the half court like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anthony Davis check his ass. That's what I say. But oh, you nah, got he might get hurt. He might get, he might get hurt. hurt. Just let him be. Just let him be. Just let him be. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, okay. I got a couple things. If you ready to move on, go ahead. Uh, so did you hear about your boy Enos, uh, Cantor? Uh, who's he? I mean, him calling out Jordan again? No, he is, uh, changed his name to Enos Cantor Freedom. And I don't know if you remember, they wasn't, wasn't he the one they wasn't letting Canada because of something with his background, right? No, his he heritage. He, he, he's an international fugitive from the uh, the state of I mean, the country of Turkey. You know, Turkey okay. had to did a little special on that. He's on that because, um, you know, he Turkey is part of the government staff up there. Right. You know what I mean? And, and um, Cantor's been openly criticizing of the regime there. And I guess they feel that he's a bit or, you know, it's a whole bunch of government shit. So right. he's actually an international fugitive. So he technically can't leave the United States because you know the, the United States is not going to honor any extradition, right? right? So he can't leave. If he le- if he went into Canada, they could have picked him up and sent his ass back to Turkey. <laughs> so I felt like that had a lot to do with uh, his his uh, 
goal or whatever it was that he did to change it to freedom. So that's yeah. one thing. Uh, yeah, 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 man. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about Demarcus? Cool. I said, Who? did you hear about uh, Demarcus' cousin? The hell he do. Uh, looks like he is planning to sign a deal. Oh, hell. With the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Chase them chips, Demarcus. Chase them <laughs> chips, buddy. Chase them chips. Hey, Demarcus Cousins would be a beast number two in the East, man. Hey, a number two big man, he'd be a beast in the east. <laughs> he would. I'm surprised he's lasted this long, to be honest. Oh, yes, I, I thought he'd been long gone. Or and if you're waiting for the injuries, it'd be his Ron Artest gene, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, let's see. The injury, it's been some, some pretty high, uh, high quality injuries. Or just you know, high name superstar names like Morant, left knee, um, Bogdanovich, ankle, reddish wrist. Uh, so this is uh, been a kind of a bad day for health or bad week for health in the NBA. Um, it's part of it, man. You know what I mean? It's part of it. You're going to get dinged up. Not too many times. The person who finished the season healthy is the person who rolled the bench. <laughs> Drag it out indefinitely. <laughs> but this is personal reasons, so I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's the fact that he plays for the Raptors. Or I don't know, but uh, he's out with personal matters. Who? Uh, Drag it. Uh, Gordon? Yeah. Gordon? Gordon Dragic? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Um, hell, I don't know. Maybe you just don't want to play in Toronto. I That's what I said. Maybe you just don't like it there. Man, I mean, I <laughs> went from Miami where it's nice and warm to Toronto. I mean, he was a back. I mean, he's a backup in Miami. He's gonna be a backup in Toronto. I mean, they got Van Vliet. Oh, oh. Um, I heard that uh John Wall and the Houston Rockets are in conversations of returning to play. Really? So, yeah. 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 To play. I, I, I thought you were going agreed. to say, I thought you were about to say the buyout. <laughs> oh, no, because they agreed. They agreed that he wasn't going to play. And, and they was going right, to Because I thought they was they waiting signed, for a trade. Yeah. For a trade. I'm like, yeah, they're going to buy this cat out. Yeah. You know and now it's like, hey, and well, they on a two like game he won't out street. either. How about that? They on a two game winning streak. Man, Last we talked, they didn't even win, but they got yeah. two games in this week, back to back. They Aaron Gordon must be back. <laughs> EG three, EG three. <laughs> I think that's about it for me. Unless you got something uh, exciting, I know. Uh, I know the Lakers and the Pistons play tonight, nine thirty. What do you feel about uh, this high school? Uh, High school time of year. Oh, it's ridiculous right now, bro. It is absolutely ridiculous. Boys is getting ready to start here in Indiana. Uh, girls has been going on for about uh, three weeks now. Uh, they just had a huge, huge, huge girls tournament or showcase games over the weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend out of Brownsburg. Uh, like one of those things that we played in back in the day. Yeah. You had um, a couple teams from here from Indiana. You had Zionsville, uh, Bloomington. 
uh, Bedford, 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 North Lawrence, uh, Brownsburg, Zionsville. Um, I think North Central played as well. Um, uh, Crown Point, who won state last year, six state title state last or five A state last year. Um, from up uh, up at Crown Point, what is that? South Bend? <clears throat> no, Crown Point. That's where it's from. <laughs> so they had all them playing teams from out of state. So um, I think only. I think most of the girls' team from here won. I think Bedford lost, and I think uh, one other school lost. But uh, North Central looked really good. Um, but th that was exciting. You know, I mean, the girls' side of games, man, if y'all hadn't picked up on the girls' game, it is crazy right now. So it's, <laughs> it's a good product. It's a great product. It's a great product, especially here in Central Indiana, man. There's so much talent floating around, you know, coming from Westfield, Zionsville, Noblesville. Uh, HSC Fishers has got a really good team this year. Uh, you'd be surprised how many uh, young, young colors is on that squad coming from Fishers. <laughs> yeah, I said it. You know what I mean? But then you come into North Central is talented. Warren Central is talented. Uh, ben Davis is on the turnaround a little bit. So um, girls game is looking pretty good. Now the guys get started. Uh, I think they started this weekend. Um, this past weekend, the guys start. So, and there's some good teams. I think um, Addicts is supposed to be pretty good with Ron Rutland Jr. Um, hooping really good. North Central is supposed to have a, a decent team. But I don't even know who's the coach right. with, with uh, Jason going to Arizona. Right. I agree. We got to get Dart on here and try to get some insight for next week. Hey, but Karma looks tough. They um, they're returning a couple five stars, a couple four stars. Uh, LN looks to be tough again this year on the boys' side. Um, I think the, the sneaky team is going to be Addicts. They need to pay attention to Addicts. They're going to be a sneaky team, and uh, you got to pay attention to some of them teams um, up north around the uh, Fort Wayne and the South Bend area. There's some good teams up there as well. Good deal, man. But yeah, other than that, that's all I had. Um, had a great week. Uh, it was rough, but Michigan, and that definitely uh, helped help bring the spirits back up. Yes. Sorry about the Colts. How about I didn't the even care that Pittsburgh got their ass today. <laughs> didn't even give it. Did bad. I did get angry. Was like the wife goes, "Oop, I guess that's the price we paid for Michigan win yesterday." <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and how about that? Michigan versus Iowa. Rematch. Iowa. Well, it's it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. We can't have a letdown. Uh, Jim has got to stand these guys all week because you know they're going to be here. You got to, I would tell them if I was in this position, I would tell them turn off your social medias. You know what I mean? We can't, matter of fact, I need, I'm, I'm banning TV, you know, all week because, you know, they're going to be hearing it, you know. You got these opportunities, so you're going to be full of yourself. You know, this Iowa team is, is good. They were highly ranked early in the year. Some injuries stuck them down, and we hit them at a good time. You know what I mean? They poised. They've stayed this cause, and they want some get back. So um, if we don't come in Indianapolis next week, oh, I'm so trying to find a way to get my ass down there. Man, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. And then I started seeing them ticket prices. It was like, well, maybe I'll just go downtown. <laughs> go yeah, I feel you on that. But somebody, somebody's gonna show me some love. I know it. I feel it in my bones. Humming the humming the humming the humming the. But yeah, <laughs> if they don't, if they come not ready, if they come uh, still high on this win, 
you know what I mean? Iowa can be very destructive. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to play on that. Oh, maybe we get a get the, the, the sympathy vote. No, I want to go ahead and earn that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Do Definitely. you know there's a potential to have a Notre Dame Michigan national championship game? Do you know that? That'd be Ooh, nice. They want to get back too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. Oh, Michigan, North Carolina, Wednesday. Say that again. Michigan, North Carolina, Wednesday. Nice. Nice. I got to try to see the replay. Both these teams need a big win against a good school. So, should it's be a bar opportunity. Part. Right. I almost wish we was playing Duke in the early schedule like the old days. That'd been a nice game to watch as well. Duke, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, we're not ready for that yet. <laughs> We're not going to know. You got to learn, though. You got to. Yeah. That's why in college basketball, it's not that big a deal because all you got to do really is make the tournament. So, yeah, you could play, time. you could have a, a really, really hard schedule and, you know, be able to play just to get that experience. You don't want to wait to the big dance to actually see a team that is very good. You want to be able to see what that looks like throughout the year. We can get that. We can get that challenge inside their conference. Uh, but I, I still like to see that. Team. Yeah, I'd like to see it, but I want us to be better. I want us to be better. You know what I mean? I get it. You know what I'm saying? I understand. You know what I mean? But I don't want to get them discouraged. You know what I mean? These young boys get discouraged. You know, sometimes these freshmen, you know, be away from home, you know, I mean, take a bad loss and they get discouraged and crumble and fade away. Need them to stay positive. Do you feel like some of that is just that culture that everyone gets a trophy? Kind of why LeBron, that's yes. the one I wanted to say why LeBron's yes. so whiny. Because he came from the culture where he don't know any better. He's crying because yes. things like that has never happened to him before. And he don't yes. understand. Yes. <laughs> yes. These kids do not know how to adjust to failure or somebody telling them no because they're given a trophy just to walk in the gym. The hell with that shit. How do you teach incentive? How do you teach drive? How do you teach uh, um, aspirations? If everybody will, yeah, you showed up here. Let me give you a ribbon too. If I worked my butt off and this sorry some bitch got a ribbon too, I'm shitty. That's the one. That's the one good thing today. That's my thought. That's what I got. Ah, <laughs> uh, for the high storm, really? Yeah, go blue, man. It's all about go blue uh, this week and. Um, Definitely appreciate everyone out there for tuning in. See you next week. Yes. Oh, uh, tied at the end of the first quarter, Pacers and Bucks. All right. All right. That was a score update. I need to go see what's going on with this. Ooh, I need to shame. I need to go see what's going on with this, uh, this Green Bay this Green Bay game because you know it's yeah. just football season for me. So <laughs> yeah, I'm watching it. Uh the Green Bay is 20, the Rams is 10. Yeah, that's why I never bet against Aaron Rodgers in Lambo, <laughs> dog. Never do it. And he's going to be my quarterback. Here's my options of quarterbacks next year. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I'm good with both in Pittsburgh, bro. <laughs> you good with either one, huh? I'm good with either one. Because you know, we're not gonna go for no rookie. 
We're going for one of these established guys who needs to make a point. And Aaron Rodgers definitely wants to make a point, and Russell Wilson is not done. And both of them like Mike Tomlin. Let's get this money. Let's go get these rings. Let my guy Bear retire happy. You know what I'm saying? You've done your thing. You've done your thing. It's time he's to giving up. He's given enough. It's time to, to pass the baton. Yes. You know what I mean? I got to make signs for Aaron. I really want Aaron. Give me Aaron. <laughs> Is he going to be able to play with the with the, with the the protocols? I, I don't care. I know he's playing now, but <laughs> is he going to be have, able we to? Have issues. We, didn't have those, <laughs> we didn't have those things in Pennsylvania. That was New York. He's not going to New York to play with Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie ain't playing. You know, it might not. It might not even be an issue next summer. I mean, next season. So you know, what I mean? we hope we we can you know, only hope. We can only hope. But I'm glad both my kids are back, uh, feeling better, feeling healthy as well. So, well, that um, is great. It was on the shelf for a couple of weeks, but definitely uh, back from that and uh, happy from that as well. Yeah, I'm still riding to see Mac with the game winner. Michigan with the win. I mean, this is a really good week, man. I'm excited to attack next week. Let's go. Who's ready? I'm ready to go. All right, man. That's that's All it right. for us, man. Uh, check us out, bwsports1.com. That's where you can get to um, the website. If you want to um, know how we do things behind the scenes, you want to uh, promote, sponsor, uh, have us do some work for you, check us out, info.bwsports1 at gmail.com. Holler at us, we'll holler back. For the big man in the middle, the guy on the wing, the state of basketball, we are X-Nay on the Oopin' Stay. Button hit nay. <laughs>